welcome to episode 109, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Like my own intro music. I'm sure I'm doing <laughs> my theme music. Every superhero has one. That's right. <laughs> Premise. <laughs> so, hi, everybody. Welcome uh, to not, the program. Actually, technically, you're not listening to us live. Right. You're listening to a recording of our voice. <laughs> um, so, what to say about this week's breakdown? Um, I talk about. My sleeping, you get to know a little bit more about Sean's bedroom. That's right. And how he sleeps at night. His bedroom annex. That's right. <laughs> and Ed and I give a review of the only movie that could be worse than Terminator, Terminator 3, Transformers 3. <laughs> and then uh, we catch up with Erica again. And we do box office, box office releases. Right. And I gave my review of the number one movie That's this week. Right. What that? What, what movie is it? You might say. You'll just have to listen to the episode to find out. <laughs> so, uh, hang in there, and we'll see you at the end. We'll be back. And welcome to Geeksters, everybody. I'm your host Ed. I am your host Sean. And I'm your co-host Erica. Hi, everybody. What up? How are you? Welcome to the program, everybody. So, how did everybody weeks go so far? Had some ups and downs, to be honest with me. Really? Were yeah. you on a roller coaster? No, I don't like roller coasters. I'm afraid of heights. Me too, actually. I... <laughs> See, and I would take you to be a roller coaster guy. Really? Yeah. Because I've got that wild, like, woo, nature. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> no, I'm, I'm, it's the heights thing. It's not really, I'm, I guess I always kind of describe it as I'm not afraid of heights. I'm not afraid of falling. I'm afraid of the sudden stop at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like... The heights don't bother me. It's the the drop. I don't like that sort of weird, weightless stomach in your throat kind of feeling. Oh. Yeah. So like when you oh, so you can't really do rides where you like are up high and they drop you. Yeah, like, I don't. You don't like it when your stomach goes. Whoop, no. Or for guys, it's when your testicles go into your throat. That feeling. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have that problem. Well, I didn't. I not. <laughs> That's why my boobs go up into my throat. Yeah, you, know, you get two black eyes for having eyes on a roller coaster. <laughs> um, uh, no, I was. I'm more of a spinny guy. I like spinning. <laughs> spinning, I'm okay with. Was, or you know, um, like the uh, uh, what the heck's that one down on Maurice Pier? Dante's Inferno. Like okay. that I'm okay with. There's one roller coaster I am okay with. It's the um, the Sea Serpent over on Mariner's Pier. In Wildwood, it so what it does is it backs you up and you just kind of hang there for a second and then it drops you. You go through, I think I can't remember if it's one or two loops, but you go through a loop and then you go up another side and you oh, stop. Oh, so it's kind of back and forth. And then you looped. go backwards. It's just one, like I think it's one loop, like it's, a loop the loop. Yeah, I can't remember because it's been years. And there was, I think, there was a ride kind of like that, but it stopped you in the the top of the arc, so you were kind of hanging upside down for a couple seconds, and you're like, ah! That's a whole lot of nope. And you nope. Whoosh, whoosh. nope. That's right. You make the per- person <laughs> and just falls in the person and oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, I mean, well, kind of not really ups and downs. It was weird. Uh, <clears throat> as I think I've mentioned on the show, I have acid reflux yeah. syndrome. And I also have sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I wake up and I get the little acid refluxy kind of in the gut kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And talking to the doctor and, you know, people go, well, prop your pillows up, you know, like at an angle. So I asked my doc. He's like, you know what? Ask your the guy who's the pulmonary doctor that I go see about the sleep, sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no. What you need to do is get those bed lifters and just put two at the head of your bed and let gravity do the work. Because, okay. because if you just get a pillow, it's he's like... With your gut, I'm like, you're saying I'm fat. <laughs> He's like, with your gut, it'll be kind of like, you know, having a toothpaste and kind of like pushing it. Like, you're going to be kind of scrunched, so it's going to be forcing itself up. Okay. So, so I'm you're like, still going to have the same problem. Right, exactly. So he's like, get these bed lifters. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. So I get them, set of four. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, okay, well, all I got to do is just prop up the two ends. So I prop up the two ends, right? You know, the ends for the head of the bed. I can't really get com- fucking comfortable in this thing. Because <laughs> number one, I spend a lot of my time in my room. Because uh-huh. I have a 47-inch TV, and I like to lay at the foot of the bed, you know, like lengthwise, mm-hmm. but my head's at where my feet should be. 
What? <laughs> I just imagined you rolling off the bed like the dog. No. No. <laughs> Sean sits down. And <laughs> dog laughs at him. That's what you get for laughing so at him. Jerk. Feels fucker. <laughs> so I you usually I lay you know like my head's at the foot of the bed. I turn my TV around to the, you know so I can kind of like lay in bed and watch TV. Uh. And I've fallen asleep plenty of times like that. Watching, let's say, Elementary. I did pick up uh, Two Broke Girls last week, so I haven't watched it yet because i got to be in the mood, you know? <laughs> I got it's alone time for Sean. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two Broke Girls. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... <laughs> I'll pay for you, baby. I'll do anything because they're two broke girls. <laughs> slightly less broke and slightly more broke. <laughs> two broken, dirty girls. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I want to put that. That's a different show. <laughs> yeah, that's the porn parody. Version. <laughs> that's on. That's on Skinamax. So, um, so needless to say, I can't do that now because if I do, all the blood is kind of rushing to my head. Like, and not the good one when I'm watching Two Broke Girls. Like, I can't. Like, and, and when I'm laying in bed, I have this this somewhat of a sense. I mean, it's only like, I would say, six inches maybe up off the like, angled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would probably say maybe like a 10 degree angle, maybe. I don't know if I was a... If, if I was a geometry major, I probably could go, you know, the angle, the isosceles angles of this bed is, you know, no. Yeah. Um, but I think you'd have to know the length of your bed, the height. You know, yeah. Too, mu- too much math installed. And involved. I just barely passed geometry. So right. Yeah, we're going to move on. So I, I'll lay there on my back, you know, doing something. And I still feel the sensation of just sliding down. <laughs> like just kind of. I mean, I actually think about repositioning my bed anyway. Yeah. So instead of being lengthwise across me in my room, it's widthwise because mm. I think I can. I think I could pull it off with the, the amount of room I have in my room. Yeah. You know, so that way I can kind of like, even though I'll be on like you know up a little bit, I can still at least watch TV. Yeah. But I'm still get that feeling of like oh, I'm kind of. I feel like I'm moving. I feel like I'm moving. <laughs> so it's hard to get kind of you know like when I I've woken up and I haven't had the problem <laughs> like that whole acidy refluxy thing going on. <laughs> So far over the last, like, this weekend. Because I just got it Friday. Right. Suddenly Sean's regretting those satin sheets he bought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've had satin sheets and I fucking regretted them when I had it on a flatbed. You know? I think I put the... Because I, I bought satin sheets too. I think, I think I put everybody them on, does. Yes. Because they think it's such a brilliant fucking idea and it's going to be so sexy and so uh, comfortable. It's... No! Although the funniest goddamn thing is watching a dog... <laughs> Jump up on the satin sheet, slide right across, and off the other side. You know, it's worse is when it happens to you. Because I have a vehicle, I'm like, I would be in bed, and I would hop in the bed. I'm like, whoa! And I'd be like, fuck, now I gotta change the sheets. Like, you know, yeah, it was, it was not. I'd be like, fuck it, I'm standing on the floor. Well, I don't know, Ed, have you ever had satin sheets? <coughs> no. You don't, yeah, I was like, you don't seem. No. You seem very, um, I'm gonna say, I don't wanna say uptight, because that's not it. I'm gonna say you're not. You've never lived He's alone. Not- yeah, no, I never lived alone. Right? Yeah, see, I think I think when you like live alone, you kind of <coughs> go, yeah, bring people over, be nice and romantic. That's true. You know, you got your own place, you got the satin sheets, you make you feel self sexy. That shit went to Goodwill. Yeah, and you know what? I now that I think about it, I have seen more than one set of satin sheets at Goodwill. Yeah, see, I've been, that's where all the satin sheets go. That everybody think it's such a brilliant fucking idea to get them. Yeah, you're there. They all been ruined by some sort of dirty sexual activity. <laughs> Put black. Whatever you do, do not turn on a black light in this in this store. If you do that, burn those sheets <laughs> or tack them on the wall. It's like an art. Like an, uh, it's like a Jackson call? Pollock. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Jackson Pollock of. Bodily fluids. Yeah, my left foot did this. <laughs> I want to know what kind of toe jam you got that your left foot did it. I know. I used all that bodily fluid. I made smiley faces with my toes. Yay! Finger painting. Except with my feet. What, what, what. Why are there footprints and handprints on that? Look, there's an e print. <laughs> That was a good night. <laughs> Had the two broke girls over. <laughs> so, I mean, so it's like, all right, I, on one hand, I haven't had the issue this weekend so far. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm kind of in this, I, where I'm sleeping, I feel like I'm constantly, like, flowing down, like, sliding down. Like, no. It's like, oh. You're going to wake up, your, your, your covers are over your head, your feet are hanging <laughs> off the... Oh. Well, the problem is, okay, I, I, 
here's the problem. Hello? Getting, this is getting this is way too much information about Sean's bedroom. Apparently, <laughs> um, I'm I'm about I'm a little I'm just shy of six feet tall. Okay. So when I sleep in my bed, you know. My feet kind of hang off the edge. I don't right. really like. I, I'm. I am also because I have this conversation with my girl. She's one of those people when she wakes up, she's trapped in her in her in her blankets. <laughs> yeah. I'm the kind of guy that when I sleep, now if I do sleep underneath my comforter, you and I got up, you would never know I was asleep because I sleep very still. I don't toss mm-hmm. and turn, and a lot of times I'm not cold at night, so I kind of sleep on top of my bed. Mm-hmm. All right. She's like, so you nap. Instead of under his bed. She's like, she's like, so you nap. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, I've gone home and I've slept on top of my bed. and that's, Those are naps. I'm like, just because I'm not bundled in covers does not technically mean I'm napping. I'm sleeping. I'll get six hours. I mean, yeah, sure. I go to bed at like four in the morning. But I wake up at 12. No, I'm, I'm kind of with your girl on this one. That's a nap. It's not a nap. When you, when, when you sleep, you nest. You get comfy. But I am and comfy you, like that. That's that's napping. You're taking six hour naps. <laughs> then I nap. I guess I'm you know. You nap. It's because I'm my high intelligence apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I don't I'm like no. But so anyway, so like my feet now with this angled thing. Yeah. And my I don't have a headboard either on my bed. Okay. <clears throat> but my bed's as far up against my wall as possible. The problem is, is that it still has about like a six inches between the wall and the, the head of the bed because I have a radiator and my window, so I can't really push it up, prop it up against yeah, the wall. Yeah, right. So I'm kind of like, and then I, I'm afraid of having my pillows too far up because I'm afraid they're going <laughs> to slide back and down. I'll be waking up on a mattress going... What happened to my pillows? Like, I had a dream. Did I, I eat them? I had a dream. I ate huge, giant marshmallows. I woke up, my pillows were gone. Like, <laughs> you know, I do the old cough and feathers fly out. <laughs> so I'm like, so I kind of, when I sleep, my feet hang off the edge of the bed. Mm-hmm. You know, just like you, um, like from the ankles down. Yeah. So there's another reason why I can't get under the comforter because then my feet get trapped, you know, because be like, I'm, I'm all scrunched up. I like to like I sleep very still, but I sleep very like open, not open. I guess, you know, I'm not like legs akimbo and arms like, yeah, I'm not sleeping spread eagle going. Chee, 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 chee. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just I sleep very still, very straight line. I'm a. I'm a professional sleeper. Like <laughs> I'm a professional I, sleeper. I go in, I get the job done, I wake up, I feel refreshed. None of this moving around shit. I got shit to do. I'm there to do a job. Fall asleep, snore, dream, wake up, pee. That's it. That's my morning. Yeah. That's a that's a noble morning. Yes. It's a good morning, especially when you wake up and go, Hey, I'm still here. Already a good day. Now I have to pee. That still works. All right. <laughs> two for two. Now what? Let me check Facebook. <laughs> See, mine's more go to sleep, toss, turn, get kicked by a dog, toss, turn, get kicked by another dog, wake up, hit snooze, wake up, hit snooze, wake up, hit snooze, See, wake up, hit snooze, wake up, panic because I hit snooze so many times, then pee. Yeah, see? Maybe that's the reason why you're such a bitch. You don't get enough sleep. No, I'm a bitch because I'm a bitch. All right. Maybe it has something to do with your sleeping. See, look at me. I'm always laid back. Cool. Uh, maybe I'm a bitch because I don't sleep well. That's right. That's that's my point. Sure, we could go with that. Yeah. yeah. I'm a very... St- how about you, Ed? How do you sleep? <laughs> On my stomach. He's like, ah! he's like, that's a very personal question. <laughs> that's a very personal question. Uh, you know, you're talking to a man who's never had sex and sheets, you two wild and crazy kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, do how do you sound? sleep? No, On that, my side. No. Actually, I try to sleep on your wife. For me, that's the most comfortable spot. But apparently, I snore, so I get hit in the head to roll over, and then I roll <laughs> over, and then I my arm somehow ends up sticking outside the bed, and I'm crushing it. So we'll not, I feel pins and needles wakes me up. So I roll back on my back. You know, look, sometimes go, I don't see that thing. I don't know what too much time goes by, and then all of a sudden I get hit in the face again to roll <laughs> over again. It just keeps repeating over and over again. Yeah, I don't have that problem. <laughs> I had to sometimes. I do wake up and my arm is hurting because I am sleeping. It's like that. Yeah, you know, like oh, I slept on my arm. Like you always slept wrong. 
Or like, like when like, I that sometimes I do fall asleep with my arm like over the edge of the bed. Yeah, and it gets that weird from being. Yeah, it starts hyper extending. All, all the blood yeah, is like you wake up and your arms are a little whiter than normal. You're going, what's going on? Yeah, and then you have to shake it because you got pins and needles. You're like, yeah, uh, 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 uh. I usually do this weird thing. I I have a hard time sleeping on my back just because I got big boobs. <laughs> So, can't really sleep on my back very comfortably. So, I usually do this weird thing where, since I lost weight, now, you know, I have pressure points where the bones are hitting. Right. So, I have to do this weird thing where I, like, sort of sleep on my side, but I prop up one leg, and it's it's really... Yeah, Stacy does that, too. I yeah, know. it's really she is, weird. She kind of, she sometimes, like, she says when she sleeps, you know, she has, like, one leg up. Yeah. And I'm like, that is weird. I just lay there. Well, you know what it is? is Because I've lost weight, I've noticed now, like, the insides of my knees rub together. And it hurts. <laughs> so I I usually have to either... Spread them wide. <laughs> well, that's a... But then there's usually a that's dog in time. there. Yeah. <laughs> and to curl up between the space. You've never... Thank you for clarifying that. It's not like you have a jar of Skippy peanut butter at the corner of your bed going, no. it's time for bed, boys. <laughs> I will never be that desperate to get laid. I love my dogs. I don't love my dogs. Yeah, just get that real she cool. walks in you walk into her place and it just smells like jiff you don't know why yeah. uh, like, why does it smell they're like they're constantly going <laughs> they bark like this because <laughs> they have tongues in the roof of their mouth <laughs> no wonder why she's a foster dog going like all those dogs walk out a changed animal <laughs> I've seen things, man. <laughs> they, they see each other at the dog park, and they have that, that thousand-yard stare. What happened? Jiff, man. Jiff, man. <laughs> Dude, when she's feeling really freaky, it's extra crunchy night. Uh, I will never, never be that desperate. I will pay for sex before that happens. No. <laughs> but no, I, I usually like what I have to do is, um, depending on which side I'm sleeping on, because I have bursitis in my left hip, so sometimes I can't sleep on my left side, I will put one leg sort of behind me and then prop the other leg up so that my knees aren't rubbing together. Um, and usually I prop my leg on top of a dog. Just <laughs> because they take up the pillow. So I'm like, that's, well, why not? Right. Uh-huh. They, all, they all draw straws in the other room going... Who gets the shirt straw? You know, <laughs> fuck, I lost. <laughs> Got the leg draped over him. There's no life for a dog. No, you know what? It has gotten to a point with my dogs. They get so comfortable in bed. Like, way too comfortable in bed. It's gotten to a point where I've woken up and my Malinois is sleeping on my legs. She loves sleeping on my legs for some reason. So she's on my legs. My pit bull is draped across my back. My sister's terrier is curled up on my pillow next to my head. And then Shadow stays downstairs. See, you know, when I was, um, every once in a while, um, our friends Mark and Jess have two dogs, mm-hmm. Ella and Otis. Ella's, I don't, Ella's, um, I don't know what kind of breed she is. She's, she's, I think she's just a mutt. Like, she looks like she could be Corgi, Terrier. Yeah. Like- um, if Jess, Jess would know the name of the, uh, but I also have Otis, who's a pit bull. Before that, Otis, so cute. before they had Otis, you know, um, I, when I had my own place, I would watch Ella. Mm-hmm. Ella likes to sleep in bed, but under the covers. Yeah. So it would definitely be like I would dare sleep, and she'd hop in. I don't mind a dog sleep with me. God knows I've had worse. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> I've woken up going, "Oh my god, what the fuck happened?" You know, how drunk was I last night? <laughs> how did Jeffrey get in my bed? <laughs> <laughs> What's this midget doing here? <laughs> so she would cur- she would slide under the covers. You know, and then, you know, like sleep by my leg. So there's like me and then there's a mound of something in my bed. You know, I'm like, why can't that once be like a gremlin or, or like, you know, like a mugwai? Like open up and go, mugwai. Like something cool. You know, I mean, so I'm, I just, I don't know why we got into that, but I've never had peanut butter next to my bed just for clarification. <laughs> That's something in the kitchen. It's not how it starts. I use jam. <laughs> <laughs> that was like strawberry. <laughs> wow. Dip it in, swish it around, 
dinner time. <laughs> That's why you smell like strawberries. That's right. <laughs> Chocolate covered strawberries. Well, what? <laughs> I always wondered about that. Yeah. So, uh, so that was kind of like I always have to go to the movies, but we'll get to that when we do the box office releases because I don't know what place it came in. Um, Ed and I did see what could possibly have been a movie worse than uh, Transformers Three. There's a movie worse. Than Transformers Three. Yes, yes. It's called Transformers Four. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say Candy Stripers, but yeah, that works too. Oh my God! We I went over his house Thursday. <laughs> we do a Thursday thing. It's movie time. Yeah. Um, and I have had Age of Extinction. Okay. So I'm like, I knew going in, it was a bad movie. He knew going in it was a bad movie. Mm-hmm. But holy crap, was it a bad movie? <laughs> now that's the one with the uh, the giant dinosaur. Yeah, but Grimlock, the, one, the, the yeah. little kid in me was like, Grimlock, the Dinobots, <laughs> yeah! But only in it for like 10 minutes? Yeah, like no. the last 20 minutes of the movie. Here's the problem. Besides Holy the fact crap. it exists. It, it, it's fucking long. It's, 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 it's three hours. It's two oh, it's hours. hours? It's, it's two hours and about 40 minutes. Ugh. And it's about the length of the third one. Here's the problem, though. I felt like, I don't know if he felt this way, I felt like he could have had two really good movies. Mm-hmm. You know, instead he went and made still one he really went and shitty still, movie because there's a moment in the movie. At first, it takes place in America, okay, and then they well, do this okay. thing where they have to kind of go to Hong Kong, okay, and to chase after this the seed like thing. You yeah. know, was supposed to have brought the extinction of the dinosaurs. You know, when, you know, according to Michael Bay, it was it was alien invasion that that destroyed dinosaurs, not a comet. Just just so you know. So it's made its mana, but I felt like you could have had like. A better movie mm-hmm. to the point where the bad guys get the this seed they were mm-hmm. calling it, and then use that as a device to travel on for the second movie. Okay, you know, and then use I could see that, and then at the end of this movie, no big spoiler, you know, <laughs> Optimus Prime takes the seed and leaves the planet on these on this jetpack thing. That for God knows why he didn't use for two hours of the movie, but was <laughs> or able to other, the other three. Oh movies. yeah, or the other three movies. Yeah, but here he does, and he uses. So in it. essence, he could have saved eight hours easily and just grabbed the jet. He's like, oh, by the way, I had this. Like, oh, dopey me. It's like, I oh, fuck. It's like, and everybody's sitting there going, dude, really? Well, it, but the thing is, is that like. The world is, or I don't know if the world, but at least America is against the Autobots or, or the robots. They're trying yeah, to like, hunt them down and, and kill them. It's because of the shit that went down in Chicago, the third okay. movie, where Optimus Prime purposely let <clears throat> hundreds of thousands of people die. Thanks, to prove Dick. a point. To prove a point. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, what's his face? Um, Megatron couldn't be trusted. Mm-hmm. But since, you know, they're telling us, you're making us leave the planet, we'll leave the planet. But secretly they don't. They kind of hide. And then... Megatron proceeds to de- decimate all of Chicago. Okay. All right. And then Optimus I think Prime- I've seen the first like half hour of the third yeah, movie, so, yeah. and then I fell asleep. Yeah. So Optimus Prime comes back at the third movie, going, "Yeah, we just did it to prove a point. See, we told you you couldn't be trusted. Now you're going to listen to us, right, dicks? Yeah. You know." And I'm going, "Hundreds of thousands of people are dead because you wanted to prove a point. Yeah. Way to go! You're supposed to be the the guy who promised to protect us. Yeah. From all dangers. Way to go!" Douchebag, <laughs> Optimus asshole is what you are. Wow. So you know America doesn't like the aliens because it's not about good aliens, mm-hmm. bad aliens. It's just they're aliens and they're yeah. having a war and we're done. We're tired of it. So it's like there's like a billboard. Remember Chicago? Like it's you know like this whole like. Remember the Alamo? Remember Chicago? Yeah, like they kind of treat it like like their. Remember version. that time. Like there, it's like they're the Michael Bay version of nine eleven. Yeah, you know, so there's anti alien. Like everyone hates all the Autobots. Okay, so that kind of. But then yeah, you you get, you get the whole. I think we found a transformer. You know, because <laughs> Mark found the turret. Because Marky Mark is. Because <laughs> Marky Mark is pretty much the poor man's Tony Stark in this movie. Yeah, he's an inventor, and he's you know but he's working in a junkyard. Yeah, of an orange, and he's creating stuff because he's an inventor. You know, and he's got a, you know, 17-year-old daughter mm-hmm. and who's dating a 20-year-old race car driver that happens to appear out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Horrible. But, I mean, like I said, there's, like I said, but the, are the humans, the bad humans, Frazier's in it. He's a bad guy. He strikes a deal with one of the Autobots mm-hmm. who is from, like, the the big planet, whatever. Do you remember the name of the planet? No. Time? 
Autobotopia? Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. You know, and it was just kind of like, I'll deal with you. Well, the show, and the show was called Cybertron back in the Okay, day. so yeah, we'll go with Cybertron. Yeah. So that way people can yeah, kind of go. Yeah, probably Because right now there's a bunch of nerds going, It's Cybertron! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the message it in, jerks. So there, uh, so Frazier works with the um, lockdown. No, not lockdown. I forget the, who's the bad guy? Uh, uh, I really should have called up IMDb. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. it's what is it's like, and it is Cybertron. Yeah. yeah. What, what? It was just like, he strikes this deal with this guy to get him Optimus Prime. He was like a bounty hunter trying to collect. Yeah. Which I thought I liked that character. Hold on. I'm pulling up the, uh, I thought that character was interesting and cool. I would like to see more of him, more of his backstory, kind of, mm-hmm. because he was also kind of a collector. It was, hey, let's steal from, you know, um, Iron Man. Yeah. Let's steal from a bunch of other stuff. All right, here's the list. I have no clue who's who. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, yeah, they're all down at the bottom. We'll see full cast. All the voice get overcasts are, are there. Uh, it is lockdown. Mark Ryan is the voice of lockdown. So I'm just like he makes his deal with lockdown mm-hmm. to say I'll get you Optimus Prime for alive. Okay. And for this um seed. Okay. And what the seed does, it's pretty much like a bomb. Okay. Here you can have this back. Uh, and what it did was that bomb was the thing that helped destroy the dinosaurs. Okay. It converted our our raw materials into what the humans have found and started mining called <laughs> Transformium. <laughs> That's a clever. It was the Michael Bay version of Metachlorians. Yes. It was like really, come on. So you figure? I'm convinced that at some point they just stopped trying. They uh, well, well, Michael Bay himself said it doesn't matter if you hate the movie; you're still gonna go see it. Yeah, you're gonna watch yeah, it. That's why they team the because people love explosions. We're America. We love explosions, <laughs> dinosaurs. And, you know. Yeah. So I, I felt like once he captured Optimus Prime alive, you could have stopped the movie there. Okay. Like and then transfer the seat over. Yeah. Like you could have gotten a good two-hour movie in just that plot alone, mm. and then take the second movie, and then you know save Optimus, get the seed, and then during this course of that second that third act, pretty much, you find out that Lockdown is there from Cybertron apparently, or from the original Transformers guys, mm-hmm. I guess they're gods or whatever, yeah. that, you know, <clears throat> he struck a deal, he got the seed from them, and then Optimus Prime takes the seed, you know, of course, because the hero... Oh, and by the way, they Megatron comes back, but now he's Galvatron. I know you're like, I don't know who that is. The The humans use... A, steroids. The u- humans use a Transformium okay. to create their own products and to create their own cards that can turn into robots that can help them do their own bidding. But... I want to turn my car into a Transformer. We all want our cars to turn into Transformers. How awesome would that be? But here's the problem. They were using the fallen Decepticons to create this. And one of them was Megatron, the big bad guy. Yeah. So him, being still somewhat alive, mm-hmm. was able to put a virus into this whole programming scheme so they can kind of be rebuilt and, you know, he can be... Anti, he, he's still he's like that whole thing of him still being a little bit alive just made me think of Miracle Max. Okay, yeah. I want to see Miracle Max come in with the Transformium and start making Transformers. So now he's called Galvatron now, which was okay. a big bad guy in the in the he was the big world. <coughs> the world no, 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 Gal he. Megatron did turn into Galvatron at the, at the, movie. the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that so that's oh, true. So that's kind of true. Yeah. But the thing was is that this Galvatron was supposed to be the like exact duplicate of Optimus Prime, yeah, so they could he could find him and and take him he, out. It was it, they kind of made um, for, oh, since you're a Star Trek guy, mm-hmm. girl, you know the Person. you know the episode Mirror Mirror. Yeah. Okay, they took mirror images like uh, Stingray was like the mirrored image, the evil version of Bumblebee. Okay. Galvatron was the evil version oh, of okay. Optimus Prime. It was All basically. Right. You know what? In Knight Rider, when they had the evil uh, Michael Knight and he had yeah. a mustache, that's basically all they had to do was throw a mustache on these guys, and it would have been the evil ver- versions. Get out of the car. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to see the movie now. <laughs> all I need to do is imagine all the Transformers with mustaches. 
stuff. Yeah, or like Kit had car. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it was the evil version of themselves. Oh and I'm just going God. with different paint jobs, of course, because it was all sleek and black yeah. kind of where, you know, Optimus has got the red and blue with the fire. You know, he's all badass. Yeah. And here comes Galvatron looking like a big evil mad truck. Look at me, I'm Galvatron. <laughs> You like did like that truck though. You I like, did. I yeah. thought it was. I thought the, like the badass truck. design looked nice. It yeah. looked clean. It was pretty I mean, badass. I will say this about Michael Bay: the Transformer films. You know, from from the few that I've seen, visually they're stunning. Yes, and like the the effects are beautifully done. Like everything is very clean. It's very sleek. I have a friend who her father bought a yellow Camaro simply because. Of Transformers. Yeah. I mean, well, that's the, when they first made the first, well, when they first made the first Transformers. Woo! Yeah, they brought the they brought the Camaro back. He actually, right. he put in a pre-order, I think, like six months ahead. Yeah, they used that movie just... to help promote the new And Camaro. it worked. Sure, it did. Obviously. <clears throat> and, you know, because car companies pay big monies to be there and oh, be in a Transformers yeah. movie. It's like, oh, look, we have, here's a Kia. Let's make them into something cute. Woo! You know? Yeah. Here's a million dollars to make more prettier explosion here's a phantom don't scratch it yeah you know stuff like that like um lockdown had it was i think it was, think it was a ferrari yeah and it was a badass looking ferrari i'm like that's a badass car i like that it's you know but so galvatron is now like up and around mm-hmm. but you don't see him in the entire you see him for like what five minutes yeah and he basically pulls a bond villain like he's like um like you spend half the time, Mr. Prime. Kind of like you're you're sitting there going, okay, you're focusing on lockdown. He's standing there stroking a, a, a little an like Autobot. He, he's he's sitting there, yeah. Like, what do you call it with a a, a Mini Cooper? <laughs> <laughs> a Mr. White, Prime, a white Mini Cooper going. Mm, <laughs> I'll get you, Optimus. You know. <laughs> so like through that through most of the movie, you're following this whole lockdown thing. Yeah. And then for, like, the second half of the movie, it's not even the second, it's, like, two-thirds in, all of a sudden, Optimus Prime, I mean, um, Galvatron shows up, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, I infected all these things now, I'm going to come back, because I'm going to get you, Optimus Prime. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm looking at it online, and it does look pretty fucking badass. It, yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. I will so post a picture the, to our Instagram. So, at the end of the movie... Galvatron, Megatron, mm-hmm. is basically walks away scot-free because no one can find because he kind of did the old, he pulled a Gandalf. Okay. It was, hey, all the trouble's over there. You guys go over there and I'll meet you. Yeah. You know, and as they're all. Everybody gets over there. Where the fuck did he go? Yeah, and he's up in the mountains going, I'll get you, Optimus. <laughs> and everybody's standing there going, dick. But the problem is, though, Optimus leaves the planet with the seed to go find the originals to give him a what to, to give them a talking to apparently because <laughs> he's had it with, with human beings he's like you know fuck all you guys after the second movie after I'm sorry after the third movie you guys have been dicks and hunted us down so fuck you I'm out yeah and leaves, then you guys leaves, and leaves. leaves Bumblebee um, uh, John Goodman's character uh, all the other guys yeah you guys protect these humans because they're cool everybody else fuck them and I'm leaving yeah. And then you're just kind of, and then it ends with this kind of like Superman, like 1979 version of Superman, mm-hmm. where you see like uh, Optimus Prime flying out over the earth, kind of doing the whole, with the seed under his arm, he's like, I'm coming for you, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I'm just going, what? I mean, so obviously it leads off for a, a sixth movie. Yeah. But you could have had like another trilogy there by yeah. doing the doing the first part, finding the seed. Second half, sa- second movie, saving Optimus Prime, saving humanity. And then third movie, Optimus Prime going, fuck all you humans, I'm out of here. Now let's go have a talking to to the big bad guys. Yeah. But no, Michael Bay or whoever wrote it was like, nah, you know what? We're not, we're just going to smush these two together. Yeah. Make a three and a half hour explosion fest. See, and I mean, I again, I would have much preferred, not that I've seen the movie, but like, for stuff like that, I'd much prefer it be split out rather than trying to... It's You know what it reminds me of? Is that Phantom of the Opera comic book that I bought. Right. Where it was like, it, it either should have been a serial or full graphic novel, but it seems like they tried to just take too much and shove it into 64 pages, and it, it ended up 
not uh, not as well done as it should have been. And then the amount of product placement that was in that movie, dude, was you know, unbelievable. Every fucking film. I, you know, I what, think Hunger Games is probably the only one that I haven't seen any product placement. And in. I'm okay with product placement. You know, to kind of like to like maybe like when they're running down a boulevard or something, you see signs. Yeah, but not so. But this was really blatant. Like when they're talking about transforming him, Stanley Tucci's character mm-hmm. does he like you like music, and he turns the transforming into the Beats pill. Yeah. And he's like, here's the pill. Like It's like, okay, we get it. And then there's the scene where there's a, a Bud Light truck <coughs> explodes and there's Bud's all over the place. And Mark Wahlberger obviously takes one, smacks it on the thing and drinks, you know, does the whole thing. Yeah. But the one I thought that was really out of place was the Victoria's Secret one. <laughs> yes. There was a... <clears throat> Can't wait to hear this. It's it's actually, it's it's, there's no women. It's okay. on a bus. It's a Victoria's Secret bus. And it's a guy in, in a thong. And they're in Hong Kong, and there's a scene where the front of the bus, right above the drivers, has a you know the Victoria's Secrets words, you know. Yeah. And the diner, it was because I think it was um, at that point, I think it was Grimlock. Yeah. Runs through the through through it, of course, explosion and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But of course, the core of this bus is still available, and you have that front shot of the bus, so you can see the dinosaur going through the bus, it exploding. All while the Victoria's Secret name is dead center in the screen. Yep. It was like, holy shit. Why, like, wow. They must have paid a mint for that. Transformers yeah. sponsored by Victoria's Secret. <clears throat> yeah. Because that makes sense. Transform your thong into a man catcher. <laughs> like, you know? There's nothing that says Transformers to me like lacy panties and bras. That's right. The only thing that would have made it more insulting is if Grim, uh, what do you call it? It's the Triceratops one. If he ran through it and it had panties attached to his horns. <laughs> you know, like some sort of bad sitcom. And then stops and like <clears throat> pulls down his pants yeah. a little. Yeah. Oh. You know, yeah, he pulls down you the didn't really, You didn't really get to the bad part of this shit. The whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, hold the on. The physics of it. The All physics. this hasn't oh. been the bad part? No. no, tell him about the physics, Ed. Tell him about the physics. So, you know, as they're, they're, they're of course, live, it's road kind of... Uh, Chase scenes. Chase scenes, right? And if there's fights. So there's this big, like, blockade or whatever, and they have to get over it. So basically, they transform, and of course, the people are in the cars as they're transforming. So they get thrown out of the car, but they're grabbing them as they're doing this, like, slow-mo type of scene as they're doing it. And I'm like, their necks would have snapped, and they would have been dead like uh, that, like, yeah. over and over or, again. Or they would land, and they would roll, like, off the, like... They yeah, would, the car's doing, like, 100 miles an hour, and they jump out of they jump out of Optimus Prime. Prime right. They're going, and, they would have been dead! They would have, they would have killed them for yeah. sure. And then there was, like, a scene in Tokyo where they're, they're going down this, like, scaffolding oh, yeah. area of, of, like, air conditioners and all this, like, uh, low-income housing type of thing. And there was a couple times I'm like, now that, that would have... That would have hurt, and that mm-hmm. would have like snapped his neck for oh, yeah. sure. And you know those yeah. those kind of scenes, you're like, no. That yeah, there was a couple of those scenes where, oh my god, I'm falling from a giant height. Like that happened. That there's they're trying to get away from um, lockdowns ship, mm-hmm. and it's tethered to I would say this. Well, what used to be called the <laughs> Sears Tower. I forget what it's called now. Yeah. But so they're walking along these cables, mm-hmm. kind of like, no, just don't look down, don't look down, baby, don't look down. You know, Mark Wahlberg talking to his daughter. Yeah. While her dick of a boyfriend. I they gotta say, both dicks. There is him. there is nobody in this family that was all likable. Mm. No, you hated every one of them. Hated every single one of them. So they're trying to do this thing, and and you know, there's these little um, Autobot dogs, which I thought were again badass. Yeah. But I've seen that they actually kind of reminded me of the dogs the Klingon had in that one Star Trek movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah same one, yeah, same style, same style. Like they were big, you know, big cheddar. Like, oh yeah, but had like you know like spindles on the back. It was like half dog, half boar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they're biting at the claw. They're clawing at the things and the thing. You know, a la Indiana Jones, the covered br- the rope bridge starts mm-hmm. to break, and as they're falling, Bumblebee jumps out of the thing and grabs all of them. Scoops him, holding him like like close to his chest with one arm, mm-hmm. as he hits the building with the, his other arm, and then slides down with all this debris coming around him, at, at least three, four hundred <laughs> stories. Yeah. I don't know how, how tall this tower is. Yeah, and and they just he drops him on the ground. And they're like, yeah, not a scratch, nothing. I'm just going, who buys this shit? 
I mean, obviously, somebody it, does. Everyone Victoria's does Secrets because does because everyone, of course, loves it. But it's the amazing. Like I'm going. There's no no one went. Ow! I think I twisted my ankle. Yeah, I yeah. broke a finger. Like nothing like that. Nothing. At when all. you're hanging wow. from wires, you know, or jumping from air conditioner air conditioner up a ten off a ten story building, not a single scratch. Mm. And how many times they go through windows? Oh yeah. It's like I look. I've put my fist through a window before. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, it I was, hurts. It hurts like hell. Fortunately, I've never been. I, I wasn't cut, so I know it's possible. Yeah, but once, maybe twice. If you go through at least a half a dozen windows in the course of twenty four hours, I would say. Yeah, you know, you'd wind up getting somewhat cut. Uh, yeah. And they were, of course, you know, they had the Michael Bay sweat dirt on their face, kind of. The schmutz. Yeah. You know, like for some reason, every, no matter what you do in a course of a Michael Bay movie, you get schmutz on your face. <laughs> like, I, I don't know why. It's like I want my grandmother, my old Jewish grandmother to kind of walk up, lick her thumb and go, get that off your face. <laughs> <laughs> or my, my Catholic grandmother going, go wash your face, you'll feel better. And like, yeah, like, and as he was saying, there is nobody at all, like character wise, <laughs> human. Mm-hmm. We're all likable. Like, and I mm-hmm. thought Kelsey Grammer did a good job. I mean, he did your typical. I'm the evil guy. He's good at being a bad guy, though. I'm, yeah. You know what? I will say, I like him better when he plays a bad guy because he's so fucking good at it. And he's also... I, I was you just hate him so much. Yeah, but the thing is, the heroes of the, the story, you should have somewhat of a... Like, either you can relate to them yeah. or some kind of likable yeah. char- you know, yeah. characteristic about them. You're like, okay, you know what? This is... But these were just... It's just like white trailer trash people that were just horrible in every <laughs> sense of the word yeah and, and there her, was no it was like and, michael and her, bay's people of walmart and her and her boyfriend was played by an irish actor uh-huh and didn't hide apparently you know they actually because i guess because he couldn't do an american accent they let him be irish so they let him you know ha- still have his accent and it okay. wasn't that great of an accent to be honest yeah. you couldn't tell but they also had to make a mention too that he just got he was he he just gone legit because he got a sponsorship by Red Bull. I'm like, ching, Red Bull, you knew yeah. you knew who paid. Yeah, you know it was just kind of like he's an ass, and then she's a oh your typical I'm gonna say your stereotypical 17 year old girl who hates daddy. He doesn't let her do anything, so she sneaks around around in his back and. Mm-hmm. It's this. They try to force this father daughter dynamic that really doesn't work. Mm. And I didn't find her at all particularly attractive. She mm-hmm. wasn't my type of girl. Yeah. So to have her on screen for two hours, definitely in a in short shorts. Mm-hmm. And they were actually using. I mean, her acting abilities par at, at best. Mm-hmm. But she was obviously there to to portray she was like candy. Yeah. Works great for Megan Fox mm-hmm. in the first two. Yeah. You know, but this one, she, there was just nothing there. Like, she was so vapid and so empty of a character mm. that I couldn't even find her attractive enough to go, holy, she's pretty. Yeah. You know, it was just, there was nothing there. No. I was hoping she died in the movie. I was hoping, yeah. they, all, I really I was hoping they all were. Like, wow. her boyfriend was a dick. I mean, I couldn't tell you how many times he pretty much left her to die while he ran or gave up. And then yet... That's love right And there. then she's always like... And then, then she would go... It was definitely one of those relationships where he was a piece of shit, leaves her. Mm-hmm. But when the time came, when after some shit goes down and she's standing there, he's standing next to her father, mm-hmm. she runs to the boyfriend and hugs him. And you're going, your dad did almost all the fucking work. Yeah. Like, where's your... And then, of course, by the end of the movie, you know, I love you, daddy kind of thing, but... There was plenty of moments in that entire film where Mark Wahlberg saved the day or saved the moment, mm-hmm. and she goes and runs into her boyfriend's arms as if he's the best thing in the world. Yeah, and you're just going, I hope he dies. Yeah, like yeah, and I hope she dies. Like I hope she dies like right before she realizes she fucked up her whole life. Like you know, because <laughs> I love those moments, those characters. You really want them to die, and they have that moment of clarity, going, "Shit, I I should have done this," and mm-hmm. then dead yeah like yeah. i was kind of hope and you know only redeeming part of it for me was seeing the dinobots because i was like that little kid in me was like there they are <laughs> yeah. yay and it was done i was like 
and then they wander off. Yeah, like they yeah. like you, like they, we gave you your freedom, and then they just leave. I'm like, so these these robotic dinosaurs are roaming the earth right yeah, now. Yeah, with with no voice, with no voice. They're like wild animals. Yeah. running through Earth at this moment because no one's got them on a leash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're just kind of yeah, you're like going, I want to see somebody put a leash on and, on the Dinobots and try to walk. And them. don't think the irony didn't escape was the fact that you had a bunch of three four dinosaurs running a monk through high Hong Kong. <laughs> it was definitely like a oh I see what you did there Michael Bay like <laughs> like you just created a Godzilla you made Mothra them funny. like oh all right but they're traipsing through the through the the forest or whatever yeah. of Hong Kong mm. and you're just going they're just gonna live there like what are they gonna graze like, they would just be like you know see them gnawing on bark like <laughs> well they're transformers they're gonna be gnawing on cars yeah. and uh grimlock like beliefs ah, hum, hum. <laughs> you know grimlock just partying game of life ah, hum, <laughs> hum, hum, hum. like to- toyota <laughs> any sushi up in here ah, hum, <clears> hum, hum. i want to see him put a toyota on a little pad of 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 rice <laughs> dip it into wasabi yeah <laughs> it was yeah so Can I get a toyota roll <laughs> yeah so it was it was definitely like a I mean, was, I, I enjoyed it because of the crappiness. So I guess, if, I guess my the 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 moral of the story, kids, for those who've been paying attention, is go in with low expectations to some of these Michael Bay movies, yeah. and you walk out pretty satisfied. <laughs> if you walk in with going, "Oh my god, it's going to rock! It's going to be awesome!" You're going to get not. let down. <laughs> like, highly disappointed. You're going to. I mean, because I went in with the whole "this is going to be shit." Yeah, and I loved every moment of it because it was shit. Yeah, because you weren't expecting it to be. Yeah, like my bar fucking was, Winter Soldier. My bar was so low yeah. that we could have made a Transformers movie that would have been better because we would at least have seen enough movies to be able to establish somewhat of a plot. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah. Well, speaking of good movies, I finally saw Hunger Games. And uh, catching, catching fire. fire, and that moment. Remember that moment you talked about at the end, where yeah. she just. I sat there and I watched it, and I'm like, <gasps> "Yeah, next movie now." Yeah, that's how and I, then I was. The funny thing is, is I was ready to put in the next DVD, and then I realized there is no next DVD, right. and I just had this moment of. Fuck! It's com- it comes out next month. I know, but it was still. It was just that. Yeah, at least. But I, I mean, I've I've gotten to a point where I'm like, okay. I'm on, I'm a little slow to the draw, but I'm on board. Yeah, I, I did enjoy that, it. That moment where you get that look <laughs> in your face, and I'm just going, "Oh <laughs> shit, it's gonna go back to go down." Let's yep. go! Fuck! <laughs> like next movie. <laughs> I, I was so like you said, I was so ready for another two hours. Like right then, yeah, you know. And the first time, actually, I watched it twice up to the point where, um, uh, oh, up to the point where they're laying the wire, um, for the tree, right. And I couldn't find my DVD remote. Oh, no. So, well, well, I had to leave. So uh, when I came back, <laughs> well, when I came back, I wanted to watch it again. I couldn't just fast forward to that scene. I had to watch the whole fucking uh, thing all the way through again. Yeah, that's all right. It's and not- then I had to leave again. <laughs> and it got to a point I'm like, I need to find this fucking DVD remote. I like the movie, but I don't like it enough to watch the same fucking two hours over and over and over again. It's just like, to get through the last 20 minutes. It's like a bad version of Groundhog's Day. Oh, you it really see was. the same part of the movies all over and over oh, and over again. You're was. like, I need to know how this ends. I need to know how this ends. Just please let the day be over. But once, yeah, once it ended, I was like, all right. Yeah, you're like, let's I'm go. in. I, g- I see what Sean is saying now. Yeah, I was like, Where, I, want, I want it right now. Give it to me now. Like, I, So I'm like, I'm really, you know, the third act is going to be two movies. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. Which, again, you know, I, I would trust a a director if they're splitting it up into two movies. There's probably a reason for it. Yeah, you know. So I I appreciate that fact. But speaking of movies, oh, Captain Segway in the house. <laughs> Let's, Let's get, get the, the top five movies. Yes, here we go, kids. Number five is a new release. It's the best of me. It made ten point two million over the weekend. Oh, that's that romantic, Ro- yeah, the yeah. romantic time travel. Well, I think it's it's like the it's, it's another Nicholas it's, Sparks book yeah, it's where by the it's guy like who brought you the notebook. Here we go. The story of Dawson and Amanda, two former high school sweethearts who find themselves reunited after twenty years apart when they return to their small town for the funeral of the beloved friend. Their bittersweet reunion reignites the love they've forgotten, but soon they discover blah blah <sighs> blah, cheer, blah. Cheer, cheer, cheer. and they fall in love and live happily ever after. 
And, and, and a lot, a lot of crying, and a lot of you know, unrequited love, where someone walks out going, "I really should call my ex." They'd be like, that. "I just broke up, and she was a stalker." Spoiler alert: Don't go see it after you've just broken up. Yeah, because you want to go back, or that girl, that one girl or guy that's all like the one who was the one who got away. Don't bother. You can't go back because they'll never look as good as James Marsters and Michelle Monaghan. Yeah, yeah, they'll look like us. <laughs> I was thin, somewhat muscular in high school. Some ex girlfriend would try to look me up and be like, It was up. Sorry. <laughs> Off the table. <laughs> you had your chance. You could, this all could have been yours if you just believed in me. Hey, <laughs> yeah. right, moving on. Number four movie was the number three movie from last week. Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very yeah, Bad yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made $12 million over the weekend, <clears throat> a total of 36.8 overall, and it has a $28 million budget. So uh, good for them. Well, All hey, right. kids got movies to see too. Yeah. Well, uh, didn't, uh, what do you call it, that uh, Book of Life come out too this week? Why, yes, it did, because it's the number three movie this week. It's a new release. It made $17 million over the weekend. And it has a budget of $50 million. So I do want to see there. that movie. So do I, because it's Guillermo del Toro. He, oh, okay, he, yeah. It's, I'm always... There, I'm was, a, there was a woman um, cosplaying at Dragon Con as the one of the characters there. She had this hat on that, no lie, was like four feet across. Huh. Amazingly done. Wow. Really beautiful, but holy shit. I was like, my neck would be snapped. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, actually, since I'm going to bring this up because... Um, what's uh, what's number two? Number two is Gone Girl. Okay, I'm so glad this couldn't have worked out better. <laughs> okay, so the reason why I'm bringing it up is because Jennifer Gardner is in the Alexander movie. Yes, and Ben Affleck, her husband, is in mm-hmm. Girl Gone Girl. Yeah, and I mentioned last week that um, you see, you know, Ben's bat pole in the movie. He's got a full frontal nudity scene. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Well, Jennifer Gardner was on Ellen's show to mm-hmm. promote her movie, mm-hmm. and Ellen naturally brings up Ben's nude scene. Here is, and I, oh, yeah, I, I have it already called up. Um, I'm, I'm looking for pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear her response to Ellen. Ready? I thought it was, this is the reason why I love Jennifer Gardner. Your family is very busy right now. Our family is very busy. We're, it's a very busy couple of weeks busy at the Affleck House. Yeah. So you have two movies out. Yes. Ben has uh, the it's, number He one. has a little movie. He has a little movie. It's just like a... Yeah, I mean, he does technically yeah. have a movie out. Right. But just whatever. One. Yeah, but I've got two. two. Right. So, so yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. whatever. Now, he seems to be doing well with that little movie. It's the number one movie in the country right now. I know. Right now. How about that? I We're know. really excited. So now, are you competitive? Are you going to try to knock him down? Well, Men, Women, and Children, the, um, this cool little movie I did with yes. Jason Reitman is open in four theaters. But yes, I mean, boy, <laughs> next weekend, whoa. Four. It's going to be woo, yeah. bad. Those four theaters are going to take all the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah poor Gone Girl. It's going to be yeah, gone. It's a shame. Now, girl, girl. Now, let's talk about, can we talk about Gone Girl just for a second? Because uh, sure. maybe why it's, the reason it's number one is he's showing uh, his, his penis. His, yeah. <laughs> I think you're probably onto something. And I just, I mean, what I have to say is you're welcome. <laughs> Um, You know, I just, I try to consider myself a charitable person, Uh and I wanted to give back. You give me so much, I wanted to give something back to all of you. Uh, Oh. We certainly appreciate it. Uh I know you do. Forgive me if I don't know this. Is this the first time he's been uh, frontal nude in a, a, a film? Um, outside of our the films that you <laughs> outside yeah. of our very racy films. films. At home. Um, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, and did he? Was he nervous about it? Were you nervous about it? Did you talk about it? Um, yeah, it was a discussion. It was like, hey, you know, at work today, Fincher talked me into coming out of the shower. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, I hope he had on a wide lens. 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. if you're going to go there, Ellen, you right. have to go all the way there. You, you can't did. ask me to talk about this right. and not just right. be ready for whatever. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. Come bring it. Okay. Bring it. All right. <laughs> That's why I love her. That is amazing. She's awesome. I've always liked her, even back in the earliest days. So, anyway. All right. So that, that, made se- that made 17.8 million over the weekend. It's made 107 million overall with the 61 million dollar budget. 107 million. That's pre- I gotta overall. say that's pretty good for a movie of that genre. Yeah, it's yeah. not. A, it's not an. A, it's not an action movie. It's not a Michael Bay movie. It's a. Uh, it's a thriller. But goddamn, is it good? All right. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I do. I do want to say I might wait for a DVD, but I, I've heard it's it's well worth it. Yeah, I, I, like I said, like I was trying to talk about it last night at game night without because. Jess wants to see it, and she's like, "Without giving it any way, I'm like, because John was kind of the of the mindset of, oh, you've seen that kind of movie before. Like, even I was like, yeah. even I was that way, and I was like, no, 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 no. There was a moment in that movie theater when we all went, all the whole theater went, holy shit, like, and that to me is like, the very few moments in movies have that happened to me. Like the best one I can say, my all time favorite though is, my sister and I go see Scream Two. Mm-hmm. And uh, spoiler, Billy's mom is the killer. <gasps> yeah. Well. <laughs> oh my god! Big shocker. I know. But we hear my sister and I are in the movie theater, and the movie theater is packed. Mm-hmm. Right. This reveal comes out that it's Billy's mom, and it wasn't really like as that way. But literally, the whole audience said the same exact words, the same exact time, with the same exact emotion, and it was this. Billy's mom? <laughs> like, it was... Because I said it, Danielle said it, the people around us all went, Billy's mom? And you, it echoed through the theater, like, and we all... It was like that moment, and we all laughed, because we all realized we were all in on this really big joke that we just kind of, like... We just had we had that shared moment. Yeah. I was just kind of going, yeah, I saw a movie in the tech theater. It was like this one big joke where everyone's kind of walking out going, hey, Billy's mom. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so what was the number one movie? The number one movie was a new release, and I think you saw it was Fury. It made $23.5 million over the weekend, and that's a $68 million budget. So, But I think it's going to do really well. I did see it this weekend, Ed. All right. So what did you think? It was all right. <laughs> um, okay, break time. Um, I liked it. I thought it was good. I, I didn't know what to expect going in. I mean, I knew it was a World War II movie about you know tank drivers. Uh, mm-hmm. Had Brad Pitt in it, so that's always going to add. I like Brad Pitt, yeah. yeah, and I do like what he brings. And I also like looking for those little Brad Pitt moments. <laughs> I do like him. I, I've noticed like anytime he's done that sort of war movie, like from Inglorious Bastards and. You know, like, well, he does it very well. Well, here's the problem. After seeing this movie, I did want to watch Inglorious Bastards because I was kind of in a Brad Pitt mode, and he did kind of have that same kind of accent. Oh, okay. You know, so it did kind of feel a little like he was pulling from Inglorious Bastards. Bastards, that character to do the voice. But as we've mentioned a couple times on the show, Brad Pitt always likes to be eating in movies. Watch, now from this point on, whenever you watch a, a Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt movie, movie, he's either... I- He's either drinking. Oh my or god! Eating. Never noticed that. Uh-huh. Now that I think about it, yeah. Yeah, no, I got cursed when he said that a while ago, and I'm like, <laughs> now, now that's all I see. Like now, I pass it on to you. Yeah, <laughs> like you was looking home. Here's the thing: he's in the tank. It's World War II. What's he gonna do? Right? I'm sitting there going, he's gonna eat spam. Here's, I'm like, here's the dilemma. This is what you know how he does it. <laughs> he smokes. Ah! <laughs> so he always has something in his mouth. I'm like. You, you, you genius bastard. You got me on that one. Because <laughs> like, I'm sitting there going, all right, what's he going to do? Because they're in a tank. And, you know, like, he's awesome. Shia LaBeouf was pretty good. I think they hired him, though, for his ability to cry on command. <laughs> because he is through. He's a whiny little bit. Because he plays kind of like the, um, I would say, the holy man of the, of the, of the group. Okay. <laughs> very Christian, very, you know, um, 
like when there's a when there's like a scene where people are dying, whether it be good guy or bad guy, whether it be a Nazi or an American, he's over there administering like last rites kind okay. of things. He's kind of like the the padre. Was he, oh, is he, he's like the the chaplain? Not really. He's just a spiritual man. Oh, okay. All right. And he feels like you know, like this is something that we all. Like, this is God's plan. You were this was your time. Okay. You know. So, but he spends a lot of the time very emotional, not like crying hysterically, but you can always like, you know, that a glassy eye. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He gets that one tear rolling down from the center of the eye. You're going, oh, that's, that's, that's good. But he does it a lot in this movie. And the movie's like two and a half hours. (laughs) (laughs) A little over two hours, actually. Um, Michael Pena, I think, is the other guy, the Mexican guy. And he's been in a bunch of stuff. If we we threw his picture, he's that guy from that thing. All right. Um, Shane from The Walking Dead is in it too, who I think has gotten more roles because he was Shane from The Walking Dead than being a good actor. Uh-huh. You know, I think people recognize his face. He kind of plays like the kind of, I'm going to say, the dummy of the group, the guy who joins the army because he knows he has got nothing else to do. Right, yeah. Um, and then the kid, the newbie, is played by the kid who played in um, Percy Jackson. Okay. Logan somebody. And the reason why I know his name is because my, my nephew's name is Logan. Mm-hmm. So that name always kind of hits me. Right. Um, he was really good, but he played like he it was one of those jobs where he was supposed to be something else, like a desk jockey. And because they were short a man, they threw they, that was his duty. So he didn't really want to be there. He's never he's not a killer. He's not he's not anti-war. He just really he's like, I don't know. This is not what I'm, I'm not trained for this. Right. And Brad Pitt's like, oh, I'm stuck with you. You're stuck with me. And there's a couple moments where where Brad is pretty is kind of a dick to him mm-hmm. to help him, you know, because lives are at stake if you don't pick up a gun and shoot somebody. Right. You know, you don't may not want to kill them, but you sure as shit know they want to kill you. Yeah. So there's a lot of like coming of age moments for this kid. Uh-huh. And a couple of, like there were a couple moments where I was like, oh, like I jumped because it was like one of those like silence and all of a sudden out of nowhere, boom, like oh, okay. It was really good though. I mean, I, I I didn't I wouldn't say it was like, oh my god, amazing. Yeah. But it was a good movie and I think what I like too about it is like you never hear whenever they do World War Two movies, it's never about the tanker groups because in the beginning of the movie you find out for those people who are history buffs know this, but I as a layman didn't mm-hmm. that the German tanks were far superior than the American tanks. And that their tank the the, the SS tank were kicking the crap out of us. Mm-hmm. As far as tankmanship, I guess, you know, tank drivers or whatever. So to kind of see that, like when they did come across a, a Nazi an SS tank, how big it was and how efficient it was. It was it's one of the reasons why you know, Germans have... One thing you can say about the Germans, they sure were efficient. Right. You know, they had shit down the timing. So it was, it was a good story. Like it was good. Ended the way you kind of... Like, no big shocker. Like, you were kind of going, there was no way it couldn't have ended any differently than this. Okay. Kind of a thing. That didn't make the movie any less impactful. I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, going, <laughs> I was like, it was it was a powerful movie. It was good. It was strong. It was like, all right. I liked the characters in it. There were some scary moments. There were some real human moments. And then there were some, like, laugh out funny moments. Right. Especially with Brad Pitt, because... He can, he has this ability to kind of give that look, like I call it the Brad Pitt look, where you kind of he's kind of like looking at an actor in a certain way, and you can kind of read his face by what exactly is going into his head. Oh, okay, and it's funny because the moments when he does that are deserving to be funny. All right, you know, and it, it was I definitely recommend, especially it's it's that time of year where there's not really a lot of movies that are are out because they kind of, the summer's over. Yeah. The no, big, they're, they're gearing up for the Christmas. They're gearing, they're gearing up for the Christmas, you know, the Christmas rush for Oscars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see a lot more dramas and not as much in the way of action films. Yeah. So, but as far as the dramas go, like this is right out the gate, I'm going to say is is a, is a good solid movie. All right. I don't know if it'll be nominated for any awards, like Gone Girl. I feel will be, but it's definitely like a you know what I got nothing to do today. I'm going to go to the movies. I like Brad Pitt. Go see Fury. You won't be disappointed. Nice. Yeah, that's my that's my review. All right. All right. Sounds awesome. All right. So when we come back, we'll do Life, the Universe, and Everything with Erica. Sounds awesome. All right. So uh, sit tight, folks. We'll be right back. And we're back. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the program. (laughs) Tune in for part two. 
where we bring you life, the universe, and everything with Erica. This week's topic, remakes. <laughs> and we give you DVD releases and video games releases. And you give a review, don't you? I was going to say that in the opening of part two. I felt like I kind of gave away uh, too much. Well, sorry. Now, sorry like, about that. I mean, I do give a review on a video game. But uh, I probably would just go like, oh, yeah, here, this is welcome to part two, and this is what we do. And, but you'll just have to listen to what that <laughs> intro will be now. Oh. <laughs> but if you want to catch the antics live, you can do so on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30-ish Eastern Standard Time on these following fine places, AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Or you can also, if you're listening to this in your car or in your ears or on your headphones or wherever you might be, and you can't wait to hear more past, present, and future episodes, you can go to WordsWeekGeeks.com or iTunes. It's free. Don't cost you nothing. And tell a friend. That's right. If you're already listening, you're already near that. Tell a buddy. In fact, sit them down. Tie them to a chair a la, you know, James Bond in Quantum of Solace. Except don't hit him in the nuts with a rope. That would suck. <laughs> you know, and have him listen to us. I would say, you know, do the old Alex thing from Clockwork Orange, but why prop his eyes open? Because, you know, he's not seeing anything. He's just got to listen. <laughs> you know, so shove a ball gag in his mouth, tie him to a chair, and make him listen. You got to listen. <laughs> well, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters and Instagram at GeekstersRadio.com. Well, actually, just at, at Geeksters Radio. Yeah. And while well, since you're listening to this, if you haven't done so already, go to Facebook, type in Geeksters Radio in the search engine that they have, and you can get to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and hit that little like button. We appreciate it. We love you for that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'll give you a personal shout out for every like we get. That's right. I'll be like, hey, Bob from New Mexico liked us. Thank you. We like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's what we'll do. And I think if you want to contact Ed, you can contact Ed at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Erica, you can contact her at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Erica with a K. And we'll see you in part two. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.